0: If you lose sight of the roses and the smiles standing in the mirror along the way, you'll wake up one day, I promise you, alone, lost, the heavy burden of success resting plainly upon your shoulders. The average CEO reads 60 books per year and many attribute their success to this habit of constant learning. This is the difference between those who actualize and those who fail. This automization of their learning, this 1% better every day. On the MentorBox podcast, we're making it easy for you to build and maintain that same habit. The same type of constant lifelong learning as those CEOs, simply by listening to this podcast. Make sure to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you like to listen, and tune in for new episodes every Monday, Wednesday, and every Friday. And if you want to dig deeper into what our incredible guests teach, make sure to go to mentorbox.com and become a member today. Hello and welcome to this edition of MentorBox. I'm your host, Jonathan Kendall, and today I'm going to teach you one of the most important lessons you could ever learn, both for the present moment and especially as you move closer and closer to your goals. Some may call it perspective, others gratitude, others still humility. Though either way, because we're naturally hierarchical, and by the way, anyone who tells you that humans are not hierarchical by nature is full of it. All advanced species are hierarchical because it is an organizational tool in order to optimize group performance. I'm the center, you're the point guard. Yes, but even still, there must be a coach, right? And someone who can fire the coach. And then the fans who, if by their financial vote, can also choose to fire the owner. It's just the way the world works. Now, granted, full disclosure, I'm a capitalist, but only insofar as I've never seen a non-capitalist society flourish in the history of mankind. And by capitalist, I just mean able to own private property. Even with the high taxes, there's still a bit of autonomy, right? My point is that you doing you and me doing me is an efficient way of organizing society, so long as we restrict how far that line goes. That if I may not infringe upon your rights to do you and me to do me, which I know. I got a little political there for a second there, but that's not my point. My point is to say that hierarchies are a natural part of our so far existent societies. And this makes sense, right? It allows for specialization and competitive specialization at that to become better and better and better, both individually and as a whole, which is generally what I preach here in this podcast all the time, right? Belief, choice that you are capable of achieving anything you want so long as you have the will, knowledge, persistence, and the work ethic to achieve it. How many times have you heard me say that you must choose to choose rather than react to the merry winds of an otherwise slothful nature? And then two, if we do, we are capable of everything and anything we want, right? Something like that, which of course is still true. But That's not what this lesson is about. This lesson is about the meta skill of acknowledging everyone else's important role in the larger game along the way. And if you do acknowledge the intense unlikelihood of any of this, meaning society, technology, life, all of it. If you are able to acknowledge the miracle that is our current life day in and day out, your mindset will change both you in relation to yourself and simultaneously you in relation to everyone else. Because there's a price to pay for laser focus. It's a bullet. It's a drug. And it feels beautiful and warm and powerful. This progress. Many a guru even say that happiness itself is simply making progress. And that's good. Make progress. But if you become too addicted to it, If you lose sight of the roses and the smiles standing in the mirror along the way, you'll wake up one day, I promise you, alone, lost, the heavy burden of success resting plainly upon your shoulders, though without anyone or anything to lean on. And so today I'm going to teach you the answer, the medicine, the antidote. And good news is that it's simple. Gratitude. Let me explain. So here at MentorBox, I tell our team quite often that we should be embarrassed by our work, not because we should attempt to do our work poorly, instead that we should improve so quickly that anything we did last month or even last week feels like a puppy wobbling its legs. Better and better and better. Up and up and up. Relentless improvement, we call it. Deliberate practice, which I stand by. We stand by. But I'll tell you what on a macro level, the way I was in high school wasn't that sort of embarrassing. It was just simply embarrassing. Now that I'm a bit more self-aware, I realized what was happening. I was a bit, shall we say, competitive. Being brown-skinned in an otherwise mostly non-brown school and my mother being proud, saying to me at a very young age that I represented all the Mexicans, that Mexicans in general would be judged based upon how I acted, I interpreted that as a call to arms, that I had to be the star athlete and the president of the class and the head of the debate team and get a 4.0 and blah, blah, blah. And if I did that, if I was perfect, then I'd prove myself, then I'd be worthy of my family name and bloodline and all that. So by the time I got to my senior year, I had pretty much accomplished almost everything. I was popular, had a pretty girlfriend, 4.0, etc. So admittedly, I was pretty cocky. Too cocky. Embarrassingly cocky. In fact, mom, really, truly, if you're listening to this, I'm so sorry. Because although I had shiny scores, I'm sure my teachers all but hated me. Always disrupting class, making jokes, and yet still getting A's on every test. A nightmare, truly, honestly. I'm embarrassed by who I was back then. Though one teacher, Mr. Hathaway, who was also my wrestling coach, completely changed the way I looked at the world with one simple story. So to give a little context, my school was poor, but academically, it was pretty solid. Hardworking, blue collar, sports-obsessed town in the middle of Ohio. Please and thank you, yes ma'am, yes sir, and all that. The rich were doctors and lawyers, and that was pretty much it. No titans of industry except for the family that owned the Timken factory, a steel factory in Ohio. Anyways, Mr. Hathaway started an AP class my senior year, AP European History, which was a big step for our school. And since he had never taught an AP class before, which means advanced placement, which means you can get college credit for taking a high school class, since he had never taught one before, he probably overstepped himself a bit and told us in the beginning if you don't want to show up then you don't have to because that's how it works in college he even added or if you want to just do whatever you want to play chess in the back even that's your prerogative you're adults now I'm not going to babysit you you don't have to really listen if you don't want well again remember I was embarrassing back then and cocky so I took him to heart and I played chess in the back of the room almost every day with a few of my friends, which was completely and utterly rude. I know, but at the time it made me feel cool. I can just study the night before and I still get good grades. I don't need you, etc. Until one day, Mr. Hathaway, annoyed at the little rebels in the back of the room who had surely taken his inch and stretched it way out past a mile, gave one of his classic speeches. And remember, he was also a coach, so you can imagine the gusto. All right, all right, all right, he said. I'm going to change the rules because I don't think any of you have any bit of a clue what it's like to be in the real world. I think you all think that it's going to be sunshine and rainbows because your brain does well at memorizing dates and figures the day before a test. Well, let me tell you something. If you don't change your attitude, you're dead. The world will chew you up and spit you out because no one's going to care if you can remember the name of the general who started the second battle of World War I if you're a disrespectful little prick your whole life. The world is not you on an island with your friends. The world is me, your classmates who have to study hard, the person who works at the gas station The accountants and bank tellers that organize your money. The plumbers who make sure you can flush the toilet. The cooks who prepare your meals. The construction workers that pave the roads you drive on. You think you're something special? You are only special insofar as everyone else in the world allows you to be special. So, guess what, pal? If you continue down this self-righteous path, the world will not lie over and die or kiss the feet of your brain because you're good at taking tests. It will say, you are rude. You are mean. You think you're better than us? You're not. And if you doubt us, then we'll show you how not better than us you are. And so with that, I've never been the same. I stopped playing chess in the back of the room I instead paid attention. And guess what? I learned a lot more than I would have otherwise. And also, since then, every time I go to a gas station or a cafe or the DMV or pass a construction worker or hire a mechanic, I don't think to myself, oh man, you've settled. You have a simple life. You should have done more. You could have done more. Instead, I think, thank you. Thank you for doing your part in society. Thank you for taking care of your family. Thank you for having a kind smile and a thick skin. Thank you for paving the roads. Thank you for doing your taxes. Thank you for fighting our battles in the military. Thank you for teaching our children. Thank you for making tables and chairs, for building the bridges, for bottling the water, for inventing new technologies, for painting, for writing, for driving the trucks, for picking up the trash, for giving us the news, for cleaning the water, for making the movies, for making my plane ride safe. You see, I'm going to push you. I'm going to tell you that you can manifest any reality you want. I'm going to tell you that we are teleological beings, that we need targets, that you must set your vision and then obsessively move towards that vision, that you can truly become and be anyone you want. That you must choose to choose, etc. But this is not an excuse for tunnel vision. This does not mean that you are better than anyone else. This does not mean that those who choose a different life, who are happy without the equivalent travel, or those who are content with a porch and children playing in the yard, those who master an important skill or craft, those who create comfortable and safe spaces for our community are not equally as valuable. Because they are. So, be better. Yes, every day strive to be better than yourself. But do not be better than anyone else. Do not isolate yourself from the society and its individuals which allow you to be better in the first place. Instead, be grateful for everyone in your life. Be grateful for the system and its actors. All its actors. Because it, this world we live in, the technology and food and safety and warmth and the parks and the coffee and watermelon in the winter, it is magic. And if you can't see that, if you don't see it, you're not looking hard enough. Thanks for listening. Until next time. Cheers. Thank you so much for listening to the MentorBox Podcast. If you want to learn more about what our authors as well as all of our authors teach, make sure to sign up at mentorbox.com. If you like the MentorBox Podcast, please leave us a positive rating and review in Apple Podcasts as that helps us get discovered by more people who will enjoy and be helped by what we do over here at MentorBox. Also, if you think of anyone who would enjoy or be helped by what we do here at MentorBox, be sure to let them know. We do what we do at MentorBox to try to make the world a better place through the incredible education our authors bring. And we can only do that through your help. So please help us spread the word. Again, thanks for listening. And we'll see you in the next MentorBox podcast.